Depression, podcast number three. Hi everyone, this is Patty. I'm back. To me, I truly believe it is important for you to understand that the loss of a loved one is unique to you. My hope is to give you tools to understand and encourage you to find yourself and grow in your loss. There are theories that I want you to think about that hopefully take the fear away and allow you to find your way to embrace the grief. First Thoughts by Norman Cousins Death is not the greatest loss in life. The greatest loss is what dies inside us while we live. The death of someone loved changes our lives forever. The journey to grieve requires that you think and feel on the inside. The journey of mourning is the outward expression of those thoughts and feelings. Since I've done so much studying under Dr. Wolfelt, much of what I'm going to talk about is from his work on grief. It is important to continue to build that foundation that gives you the food for thought in understanding what you are going through. Wolfelt's book, The Depression of Grief, he talks about the six needs of mourning. Accept the reality of death. Let yourself feel the pain of the loss. Remember the person who died. Develop a new self-identity, search for meaning, and let others help you. In acknowledging the reality of death, this is the first need of mourning. You can know something in your head, but not in your heart. You need to gently confront the reality to know you will never physically see them again. Be gentle and patient with yourself, embracing the pain of loss. That is the need of mourning, is to find your way to embrace the pain. Do not avoid this step, for avoiding is repressing or denying the pain, but you need to confront it. Deal with the loss in doses. Remembering the person who died. The love that you have for that person doesn't end at the time of their death. You have a relationship of memories, dreams, reflecting the significance of the relationship and objects that link you to the person who died. Find your way to embrace the past. Maury Schwartz noted, Death ends a life, not a relationship. What is your new role as a wife, husband, widow, widower, or a parent, or an orphan? Who or what am I? A death often requires you to soul-search. Take on a new role that had been filled by the person who died. Who will manage the checkbook? Who's going to cook? Get groceries. Take care of the car maintenance. You will naturally question the purpose of life. You are faced with finding new meaning in your life. As you do your soul searching, you will find new eyes to see and new ears to hear. You are not the same. It changes you forever. A quality support system is essential as you work through your grief journey. You cannot and should not do this alone. Understand that your grief doesn't end, but as a mourner, you integrate the new reality of moving forward. Look at it as your way to honor your pain, to recognize and respect it. To honor your grief is not self-destructive or harmful. It is self-sustaining and life-giving. The capacity to love requires the necessity to mourn. So how do you gather the courage to move towards the pain that ultimately leads you to the healing of your wounded heart? 
intention is the word. I want you to put that in your tool belt. Intention is defined as being conscious of what you want to experience. Using the power of positive thoughts to produce a desired result. An example that comes to mind is, let's say you're doing a presentation. Your job kind of depends on it. You're going to do a lot of research, you're going to do a lot of writing, you're going to do a lot of planning, and you're going to want to make a positive impression not only to your co-workers but to your boss. But let's just say you just sat back and didn't do anything about it. That you just thought, oh well, the day's coming, I suppose I should do something. When you don't prepare yourself, what do you think is going to happen with that presentation? Do you think you're going to make that positive impression? Probably not. And so I want you to think about intention. Each day, give yourself a particular focus, something good in your life. Now let's dip our toes into how grief can feel a lot like depression. Please understand that to grieve doesn't mean you go into a deep depression, but is your unique way to understand yourself and your loss. Depression often presents itself in four major ways, mood, cognitive, physical, behavioral. Mood would be sad, helpless, hopeless, low self-esteem, irritable. Cognitive would be short memory loss. Frequent thoughts keep coming up until they are dealt with. Unable to focus. Inability to get things done. Difficulty with decision making. Physical, weight change, gain or loss. Sleep disturbance. Appetite change. And you may even develop health problems. Behavior. Feel out of place. Difficult functioning at work or with family. Conflict with family. Appearance change. Studies show that at the three to four month time is when shock wears off and reality sits in. Words for your tool belt? Reactive depression after a significant loss. To be depressed is to have a mood which impacts a person's basic emotions disposition. So depression is normal and necessary, but when it becomes disabling enough to qualify as clinical depression, you could say it has a life of its own. At any given time, 1 in 10 American adults is diagnosed clinically depressed. There is a list of symptoms for clinical depression which is the same as depression, but what makes it different is feeling of self-worth and time. For a person in deep depression softens with time, but with clinical depression, you may be unable to function day to day. So speaking with a counselor or a doctor, see them as a person that has tools to help you. A counselor has training to help you understand and work through your pain like when I was grieving with my mom. But maybe your doctor feels a medication is required. My saying to that is, be careful. I look at it as a band-aid. It will give you some time to regroup and deal with your loss. But know that the loss of your loved one will still need to be dealt with. Know that it takes time for the medications to kick in, or you maybe even need to change the medicines, and that all takes time to kick in then beware that it could take several months before the medications wear off, which can be really tough for it changes your brain chemistry. I know of three women that were on it about six months to a year, 
And all three of them said that when they went off of the medication, they had no idea that it was going to be so tough. They felt that they had truly relapsed, but yet they had the perseverance to know that it was going to get better. But it did take each of them a good two months before they started to feel somewhat normal again. But they all said that they knew that that was something they needed to do for a while, but they weren't prepared for as tough as it would be to come off of it. Remember, medication can be a band-aid, but at some time it will need to come off. This is a big topic, and a lot of what I talk about comes from the book Depression of Grief by Ellen Wolfell. So let's continue to look at this subject and see where it can lead us. There are many books, and if you Google depression in your research, it can be endless. My goal, again, is to be a companion and provide you with tools and awareness to not fear grief, but to embrace grief. Maybe you have heard this once or twice from me so far, but hopefully it's starting to sink in. But in closing, I want to read a quote. Grief clouds the mind, so if I forget to call you back, if you see me wearing slippers at the grocery store, if I have lost my keys for the hundredth time, if I can't remember appointments, or when I last ate, if you find me not paying attention to movies, conversations, or TV, please forgive me. Know that I'm not crazy. I am grieving.